Here we go. Welcome to the Buck and Mike Experience. Experience sports like you never have before. Where the buck stops <laughs> and the mic again. drops. Damn. One of these <laughs> days I'll learn my life. <laughs> and don't forget that you can jump to chapters in the YouTube video so you don't have to just sit here and watch one thing. You can just jump to the other and, yeah, and just straight gonna, up listen to that. We're going to touch around, get into some things. We're uh, going to... And tonight's episode is sponsored. Oh yes, it is true. Tonight's episode is sponsored by S and K Consulting and Stephen Farmer. If you need help with your uh, career, resume, all that fun stuff, you get with my guy Stephen. He'll help you out, practice interviews, all that fun stuff. So, with that, all the fun stuff there. How about this? How's your week? Not bad. I got a massage, and I mean, I feel better. Well, hey, that always helps. Good massages massage. are great. Yeah, I recommend them to everybody. Massages are pretty good. My wife likes to get them. I can't say that I ever have. I think I've ever had a true blue, like, real, like, massage. Like, I mean, they have different kinds. Like, you can get a sports massage, and, like, it's that's good. Like, I, have, I have a massage gun, and one of the things that punches you, does that count? Man, I'm telling you, like, and that sports massage, they're getting in there, oh, man. I'm kind of a wuss. Game changer. I'm not even going to act like it. Well, I, they have different wuss. levels, so you can, you know, a little soft. Like, like my wife know. always tells me she needs, like, the strongest guy to give her uh, the massage because she, like, <laughs> likes the tough dig. And I'm like, well, then I want the smallest, <laughs> most petite little girl to come in. And just be like, it's okay, I'm like, get sir. in there. Get It'll be all that right. Going. We got you. Like, I'm not even going to act like it. So, but yeah. So, with that, we'll get diving in and have a good old time. Uh, where do you want to start out with tonight? Uh, you know, it, it's going on right now, so I, I think we should start with the NBA. Like, I we, we, we have to start with it. We can agree with that. As we sit here with the Los Angeles Lakers playing right now and currently down by 15 without John Morant to the war, to the Grizzlies at the half as a plethora of injuries happened over the first weekend of basketball. That was, that was the craziest I've ever seen. Giannis is out game two for sure. Tyler Hero broke his hand. He's done for probably. He's probably done. I mean, I would say he's probably done for the playoffs. Barring, yeah. I mean, even if they get by the Bucks, I mean, with I Giannis out, which I don't think they get by the Bucks still. But if they can pull off Game Two with no Giannis and go up two zero on the road, I mean that Jimmy Butler's a hater of one of those guys that he gets to work. Yep. That, so that could true. get interesting. Um, seeing that, what? I think the jaw getting hurt. Jaw's hurt. He's not. A, he's out tonight. Um, Anthony Davis got hurt, even though he's back. Yeah, AD got hurt. He came um, back, but we're kind of used to AD getting hurt. Yeah, well, yeah. And, and then, then uh, Julius Clubs. Randall got hurt. This is true, Randall. Like, and I mean, there I were actually a ton read of something. big name players. Uh, well, um, uh, I, I read that <clears throat> there might be a problem in the NBA with the charge. Because every single one of those injuries came off the charge. Huh. If you go back and watch, every single one of them came off the charge. Which and they're starting to talk about there might be. Often in an NBA game. Yeah, like well, in it's college, because see it they're all the not time. trying to play defense. They're just like, oh, get in front of him and get the charge. And that's it. Yeah. So I've heard, I've heard a little bit of it that, you know, that's kind of an issue that's going on. Huh. That maybe the charge is just a... A bigger issue than people like to, I, to I, say. I wouldn't be shocked if we see it being a maybe it's a technique, a technique issue because some of these I think guys, so. I think some so. of these guys are really good at drawing a charge in the college level, and, and then they get to the NBA and, and they like don't jaw, do like it. his is more from the athleticism of what he was trying to do. And oh he just yeah, came down he on. just jumped, like, and that's. But like, I feel like you see um, a lot of the injuries when it comes to things like that. 
the star players are the ones that get drafted. And it's not the star players doing screens and doing right. all yeah. that stuff yeah. at the college level. And so I think you see a lot of form issues that are leading to some of these slide-in late charge attempts and, and, and things like that. Yeah, that could and be. And so I think that's just coaching. I think that coaches need to get more strict about teaching You know, certain – we see fundamentals kind of slide away sometimes when you get to the higher levels until they get in a slump, and then all those guys can go back to their, what their basic roots are and get out of it. So Yeah. Uh, you know, the other big injury that happened was, um, you know, Sabonis getting his uh, a bruised chest. Yeah, from a stomp. Hey, let's go ahead and talk about that. Let's do it, because I don't hate Draymond Green. Oh, I, I, he was one of those guys that I saw coming out of college out of Michigan State that I was like, that guy's going to be good. Like, I, He's going to be a good basketball player. A team's going to win because of him. And if you ask me, the Warriors win because of him. Like, oh, yeah, multiple yeah, titles are big 100%. because of what he brings like, to that team. Yeah, he, he just brings that, that little bit extra that they need. Yeah. Um, and I'm going to be honest, I, I don't know if you heard Shaq talk about this, but I agree with Shaq. Like, I'm not mad at him. For doing it. No, not at all. Right. Like, Sabonis grabbed his ankle. Yeah, he grabbed he his ankle. It doesn't uh, matter if it was just barely. Don't grab the ankle. It, and don't. apparently he had gotten grabbed the game before. And if you're Draymond, I get... If you're any other player and you do the same situation, I don't think you get suspended. I think a lot oh, of Oh, no, they came out and said it's because of no, his history of getting suspended. A large that part of the it. problem is that yeah. Draymond has a history of being the bad boy. Yep. And... I think that if he doesn't have that history, we're looking at a different story. Yeah, so 100%. That, I mean, it's a just suspension, in, in, in my opinion, but I can see why – I can also see how you can defend what he did. Yeah, yeah. So, so I agree Simone, with the, the suspension. Best, best player on the other team right now besides De'Aaron Fox possible. Like, so. <laughs> I agree with the suspension that he, he definitely should have gotten because it was an egregious play. Like, yeah. he should have done it. But at the same time, it wouldn't have happened if Sabonis didn't grab his leg. So sure. because he did it, even though I think it was egregious, I don't think it was the wrong thing to do. Like, I mean, you got to do something. If someone's grabbed your leg, do something. For sure. I'm going to do it. I, yeah. I'm not going to try to play dirty, but if you're going to do something like that, well, don't grab me. That's yeah. You're getting it right back. Oh, absolutely. And yeah. that's that's exactly what Shaq said. And I love the fact that he came out and he was like, look, I'm not going to be a hypocrite. I would do it too. Oh, God. Did you imagine seven foot one Shaq? Oh, my God. That's caving in your chest. And like, see, that's it. <laughs> my only thing, though, is I feel like the NBA should at least find Sabonis. Like, I know he got a tech. He got the T. I, don't I still feel like he should get fined for doing that because he caused the issue to happen. He, he did lead to what drew he enticed Draymond to get to that level but Draymond still took it a step farther than he needed to so I, I, I think I like how you did that yeah just, just took it a step yeah, further <laughs> um, I think the technical foul was good enough though and I I, I don't see any reason to suspend him uh, other than that the the series to watch right now to watch though is that Clippers and Suns series because <sighs> yes. Kawhi Leonard's playing the best basketball on the floor Russ is dialing back some kind of clock because uh, he's balled out the first two games. Yeah, I, I, I watched a little bit of them, and this is what I have to say. I'm not a Russ fan at all, but if there's a player that I hate more than Russ, it's Devin Booker. 
Yeah, I know a lot of Mavs fans don't like Devin Booker. <laughs> I don't so, like Devin Booker. So I don't like Kevin Durant. That kind because of because of their association, I yeah, don't care it, for Chris Paul. Like, <laughs> it kind of it kind of makes me go. You know what? I want the Clippers to win just because I don't like well, Devin Booker. I have money on the Clippers, so I'm biased, but I want oh, the Clippers well, to win, too. Oh, obviously, you would. <laughs> I mean, I, we, yeah, really we talked actually, about that last week. I'm not a fan of Kawhi Leonard. I never have been. I think he's a very good basketball player. I like the way he plays. And if Paul George was playing in this series right now, I think the Clippers are far and away playing better basketball. I mean, they probably would. I, yeah. I really think they do. With Paul George out, the issues are going to come down to – I think it's going to come down to this series goes six, seven games. I don't know how well the Suns hold up because their starting five is it. Yeah, yeah. Their bench, no bench is yeah. awful. It hasn't yeah, that, done Well, that's anything. what happens whenever you trade for Kevin Durant. Exactly. Their bench has something. done nothing the last two games. And I just see this situation where we watched this happen to the Suns last year where the thing that led to them losing to the Mavs was – by game six and seven, Chris Paul was done. Like, he was yeah. exhausted. Yeah. And Devin Booker's exhausted at that point because he's trying to score every basket. And so I just don't think with their rotation of non-existing bench play, they have to win every series in five games. Because if you push them farther than that, yeah, I think it's it. Be, they're going to be done by the time. I mean, if they there win is all the way, help from they'll Durant, be, they'll be obviously, done. on the scoring side, but... If they keep winning, I don't see them beating whoever they meet out of the East because I just don't think they'll have the energy left in the tank. So that'll be a fun one. Um, the, we already talked about Giannis is hurt, so the Bulls have a lead there. The Kings have, even with Draymond, the Kings have outplayed the Warriors. So let's definitely talk about the Kings because the Kings are – I'm not going to – We, I, we I said thought. last week – both of us did that. The Kings could be written off. That the that the Warriors moving on. On tape, I'll admit I was yeah. wrong. That is a darn good basketball team. And the trade last year that got Sabonis to the Kings that sends the young guard whose name is slipping my mind to the Pacers, uh, Tyrese Halliburton. Oh, Halliburton. Yeah. That is the most definition of a win-win trade I have ever seen. Because everyone, when that trade happened, was the Kings were just getting crapped on. Why would you give away a young guard? You haven't proven anything from De'Aaron Fox. And De'Aaron Fox goes on to win Clutch's Player in the League award. Demonis has been an all-star. pretty much turned his career around. Oh, absolutely. That all comes back to Mike Brown. It does. Good coaching, and I love the faith from the organization. Because the organization said, no, listen, you're our guy. And... They got what they took Halliburton. They got a big, which is what they needed. A big that used to play for Oklahoma. Sadness. And but they took that piece and made that team better. And yeah. props. Because the Pacers have a future coming with a guy like Halliburton to build around, who was a double double machine this year in points and assists. Well, you know, what uh back to the Kings where I was gonna bring up was uh so Mike Brown is going to be coach of the year. He already got it. He won it yeah. tonight. So did you hear that he's the first ever, ever unanimous pick since the inception, since 62, 63 season? It's a surprise first that he's ever. the first to ever do it, but I, I can totally agree I saw that, that, and I was like, that's pretty cool. Because the other like, finalists. Unanimous. Like, nobody was even close. The other finalists were Mark 
the uh, Juala, the Thunder coach, who's got his last name on there, Jose, and he did the turn that team. team you root for? You can't I can't say, say our coach's name? last name. Oh, I know it's man. Mark, and it starts with a D, but it's like Dia <laughs> Glucaluda or something. He did a great job turning that team around, especially without his number two pick. Props to him. And then the other one I want to say was Mazaro, the guy that took the place of the Celtics coach. So, uh, yeah. Yeah, say his last name. I see you looking it up. Say it. Dagnall. Dagnall Octail, too? Yeah. Love it. Dude, dude's doing a good job, but I can't say his name. Did you need a computer to say his name for you? Oh, I thought that was going to say his Dagnall. Name. You found pronunciation? Dagnall. Dagnall. Okay. Dagnall. I don't know. We hired him. Yeah, He's I mean, you job. should know the Nolt part. You know LaVisca should Nolt. This is true. Spelled different. No, it is not. <laughs> but, um, and I will say the other yeah, thing the Kings have going that, for their men, the Kings have the coolest team victory thing ever. The light, the beam is freaking awesome. Have you seen the beam I when it lights up? They have a button that a player goes over and pushes, and the stadium shoots a purple light straight into the sky from the center of the building. It is freaking awesome. Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> yeah. They literally, every time they win, they light the beam. They put that beam in this season. That's pretty cool. And the players said, well, if we're going to have this beam, we better light it up. And damn well, they did all season. <laughs> That's cool. Yeah. That is pretty cool. Okay. I, I don't know why I find it so cool, but if yeah, I was no, on my team, that... I'd be like, selfie with the beam. Yeah, like, that's pretty awesome. cool. It's, it's a, it's, no other team has something like that. Never no, well. not at all. I've never seen anything, anything like it's that. It's almost like the like my the University of Miami football made turnover chains cool. Now yes. everyone is now taking anything. Like yeah. the Mariners now have the home run trident, which is pretty cool because they're the Mariners. Yeah, that makes sense. But like the beam is like the Kings thing. Like we win. Like, like the beam. Win. What team is that? That's got the dong bone. There's a team that's got the dong bone. It's the Orioles. I'm totally cool with it. <laughs> <laughs> they're, they're trying to call it something else, but like no, it was like, no, nope, it's the okay. dog bomb. We know what it is. Us <laughs> true users know. <laughs> um, so other than that, I think I, the Nuggets are going to take care of business. The Celtics have basically already handled it. Knicks and Cavs is going to be pretty fun. Uh, both teams are solid. And um, I was not a huge fan of – I love Darius Garland, so I'd like to see him win. Donovan Mitchell was not my favorite player, but they have so many good defensive players that his offense is all they need. He doesn't have to play defense. <laughs> so, But, I mean, all in all, the playoffs have been fun. Uh, we're keeping an eye on them right now. Like we've said, we know the Lakers are playing now. Um, down by 15. Yep. Austin Reeves better get it together because I love that that guy scored 19 points, was fourth on the team in points, and he was like, I'm that guy as he closed out the fourth <laughs> quarter for the Lakers in game one. So and and uh, LeBron knew it. He he knew it from the day that they had him. He was going to be that dude. Well, you know that LeBron kid, knew it. That kid was drafted or was offered to be drafted by the cat or the Pistons. They wanted to pick him with a forty-second pick and told him, "No, don't pick me." <laughs> and he because he wanted to play with the Lakers and he went to undrafted with a free agent and signed with the Lakers. So I guess that's the definition of betting on yourself. Yeah. Because if yeah. the Lakers were to have been not interested in you, like the Lakers would have been in someone, trouble someone else right now. Him up. Oh yeah, but that is man. funny though. 
So that that's interesting. Of course, local news, uh, the Mavs were fined $750,000. They were, and Mark Cuban made a joke of it by donating an additional $750,000 to charity. Every, every, every time he gets fined, he does that. He I love care. it. It's, I've had, a, we, Chris Johnson put on the uh, Facebook page about how it was so, how it was so wrong with what they did. Like, everyone tanks. It, it was the manner that they did. Yeah, it like was. If, you, if, that, if you're struggling to figure out why they deserved it. Yeah, I, even, <laughs> even as a Mavericks fan, like, 100% deserve it. Even, even Cuban knew he deserved it. It, it in, at the end of the day, it affects the integrity of the sport. And, it and the results of the draft. And the result of the draft was the biggest thing. That it was is. why. That was really why it it was a bigger deal. Like if if the Mavericks still had possession of their own pick, I don't think it would have been that big of a deal. No one would have yeah, really but cared. with their pick but being because on hinging their draft positioning, yeah. and it also affected the playoff race because the yeah. Mavs basically locked the Oklahoma City Thunder up as in because of that loss. Like that was what got Oklahoma in. And apparently, Luca so, and uh, Kyrie were against it. Like they didn't want to do it. Like they were, they were against it. It was a, even apparently Jason Kidd even was against it. It was a Mark Cuban thing. Well, like it was if, his decision. I mean, if if you just would have gone the organic tanking method, as in just let Jason Kidd keep coaching, they would have lost. <laughs> it. Like Jason Kidd had done a good enough job at losing by trying I mean, to win. That's true. And then so, you could have just fired him and got somebody yeah, else. Yeah, I mean, really, yeah. you just go with that organic tank method. Like, that's what I talked about when I explained to Chris was, is that, yes, we see teams tank. The Pistons, as soon as they lost Kate Cunningham this season, 100% said, we don't care about how the development of the other guys go. Let's get Jaden Ivey, last year's top pick, all the minutes he wants, and let's try to be awful. Yeah. And the, their GM even said, the result of this season will be worth it. Because if they get one of the top three picks and they get Scoot, Wimby, or I can't remember the other kids, that's a highly touted prospect in the top three, then they're going to be a happy fan base. Right. And the way you can tank organically is just by knowing that you put a product, be in the Oakland A's, put a product on the field that is clearly not good enough to win games, and you're not tanking. You just know that you didn't build a team good enough to win. Like, like uh, uh, In a way, like the 76ers did when uh, oh, for a long like time. Ben Simmons, they were like, oh, no, 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 you go ahead and, you go ahead and say it. Like, we got this. The um, we can build this thing up, and of course, it didn't work very well because Ben Simmons sucks. No, but, but they, it still led to them yeah. getting Embiid. Yeah. Um, I mean, you've, we've seen lots of teams take that step back and let it go. So it'll be uh, be interesting seeing how it keeps playing out. We do with the after the season comes, we'll get into the draft and all that fun stuff. So and uh, so got the question for you. So. We're going to be doing oh. a question at the end of every segment. Yeah, because uh, this each week's, sport kind of yeah. relates to our question we thought So about. this week is the player you expected to be better. So by that, it doesn't have to be and, a bust. So you don't have to go, oh, Jamarcus Russell or um, who's Ryan uh, Leaf. Uh, Ryan Leaf or in basketball, you don't have to pick uh, Kwame Brown. Yeah. Like, you just can just someone pick who, someone you thought was going to be like a star ended up just being like a role player. Like, yeah, it can be anything. And we'll try to put a post out tomorrow after the video is officially up and let y'all drop in some names y'all might think of too. The only struggle I ran into is that basketball is the sport we agreed has the most people that just instantly come yeah, to mind. Yeah, because there's it's because just you can so see many. the athleticism jumping off the screen. And one of the things you look at is look how athletic these guys are when they flop out and don't end up being as good. So I I tried to make a point to pick guys that I that went on to be 
Except one. They went on to be quality NBA players that I just thought they'd be better. I wouldn't say mine is very quality. I have others, a whole list of other guys that I wished would have been better. But, <laughs> um, but I'll go ahead and start with this. Um, so, basically, what I went with was this guy is my third favorite player of all time. Okay. Which is funny because he's on this list for me. I thought he was going to be better. Uh, my number, my, I mean, my number, well, actually, you know what? Let me say that back. He's my fourth. Sorry. Oh, fourth. So, Kobe Bryant's number one, Penny Hardaway, and then Jason Kidd. Those are my three Well, hell, Penny Hardaway could be on this list. I mean, he could. Injuries. He could. Injuries was another uh, thing that played in. I, Brandon I thought, Roy, yeah. I got a laundry list. I thought, I thought Derek Rose. <laughs> uh, but mine is actually uh, Darius Miles. Okay. When he came in, man, and he, the, a, he was with Cleveland at one point. Yeah, wasn't he? yeah. Okay. When he came in, man, I thought he was going to be it. All the, all the dunking, I was like, dude, this this dude is going to be that guy. Oh, and then man. he just was not that guy at all, and I was so bummed out. But to this day, like he's still probably he was still my fourth favorite player of all time in basketball. Like I, I, I still love. Love just like going back and watching the highlights of him. Even the there was a movie that he was in. Um, I forgot what that was, but uh, yeah, he was he was in a movie. <laughs> it was <laughs> it wasn't a very good movie either. Probably um, one it was okay to have forgotten. Is that what you're saying? Pretty pretty much. <laughs> Technically, there's been a few NBA players in movies. They make lots of fun basketball movies. It was a it was a goof. No, it was just kind of a little goofy thing. It was IMDb the there perfect go. score. Okay. So, yeah, young Chris Evans. Is that Scarlett Johansson? Yeah, it is. I'm going to watch it for that. <laughs> so, a young Captain Chris America Evans and a young Scar Joe. And then, of course, Darius Miles is in it also. Well, all so. right. That's pretty cool. That's the one about the SAT, yes. isn't it? Yes. Okay, I was going to say, I yeah. know what that movie is. Wait a second. Huh. Golly, that's a movie that you probably have said the name when it came out and not thought about it ever again. <laughs> hey, I remember Darius Miles was in that, oh, so I was like, I, I know golly. this movie. But apparently he might have been in National Lampoon's Vacation. Van Walker? Okay, there you go. He took up acting. Smart guy. Basketball didn't work out. Um, I had a couple. Uh, one of them, local flavor, would be uh, Jay Crowder. Uh, technically, the other, one of my other ones was local, too, but... Jay Crowder came out of college, out of Marquette. I don't know why. I just thought he was going to be a multiple-time All-Star. Maybe not, like, a Hall of Famer. Like, I felt like Jay Crowder was just going to come in, and he was good, super athletic. He had a nice frame to him, decent shot. Like, I thought he would really do something. He's been a very good player. He's a vital role player to teams, helped win lots of games for teams. Um... J.J. Redick was just drafted too early. I I feel like his shot at Duke was just lights out. And I don't even like Duke. But I just thought when J.J. Redick got drafted, I was like, he's about to go to the league where they don't foul as much. And he's about to go <laughs> off. And he's still good. But his three-pointers per game dropped in half when he got to the NBA. And the games are actually longer. Hmm. And so it just, I mean, I don't know if maybe, maybe it played into his defense, but goodness, could you imagine if he'd have ended up on, like, a Warriors team? Like, he would have been yeah. Clay Thompson. Like, yeah. maybe not as defensively sound, but Clay Thompson. And then the other one's Michael Carter-Williams. My father-in-law used to be a, was a Syracuse fan, and uh, so I watched a lot of Syracuse basketball. 
Kid was a stud as a freshman. Gets drafted in the top ten. Wins rookie of the year. And then just goes downhill faster than a toilet bowl spinning. Like, just never kept it up. And I think he's back in the league now. He's just like one of those 14th guys on the bench that you never see or hear about. Yeah, you know, with you saying that, it actually reminded me of someone else. I don't know why I think of it, because literally the only uh, basketball jersey I own is a TJ Ford jersey. And him coming into the league, you know, I, as, as a huge Longhorn fan, like, I was... I was ecstatic to see him do something. So I really thought he was going to be better. And when he got into the league, I mean, he wasn't bad. Uh, I mean, I was looking at his points. You know, he averaged 11 for a career. But that was also his rookie year only at seven, and his final two years, five and three. So he had a five-year stint where he was 12, 14, 12, 14, 10. Which isn't bad because he was more of a quality basketball player. So – and his his assists didn't translate to the NBA the way that were in in college, so that's where it kind of fell off. I was I was just like, man, I just thought he was going to be so much better with that it's, teardrop little. It's fun looking over NBA drafts because they are only two rounds and seeing names and going, man, that dude was a stud in college. Yeah. Well, it's also funny, like for in the 2011 draft, did you know the Marquise and Marcus Morris, the twins, were drafted back to back? Were they really? Yes, they were. One Marquise. Well, <laughs> Marcus has been the better pro. Markeith went first to Phoenix, and then Marcus went second to uh, the Houston Rockets. Well, that's pretty cool that they went back to back. Markeith went first because Markeith is a half inch taller. <laughs> so that's uh, that was like there are some guys that you can come through on the NBA when I just go, God, injuries really suck and made that guy's chances die off pretty hard, and so it it is crazy how that how guys can come back from an ACL in the NFL, but they can't ever come back from it like the same in basketball. Derrick Rose has went on to have a quality basketball career, but he was trending to be a top 75 player of all time. Yeah. You know, it's it's funny. Uh, There was actually a video I watched. There was a little TikTok thing, and uh, someone was making – it was something making fun of Jordan. But there were – were. it was a video of Grant Hill and uh, being able to beat Jordan. Okay. And I was like – I, st- I was like, they're making fun of the fact that Grant Hill's beating Jordan. And I'm like, y'all realize that, like... Grant Hill's a stud. Grant Hill, before his injury, was going to be an absolute stud. Grant Hill was going like, to be the next Jordan yeah. before he could not keep his, those like, legs together. I was like, this. what is wrong with y'all? But, Grant Hill beat Michael Jordan? That's that's okay. <laughs> on, the, on the topic of Grant Hill, there's a player that played with... Uh, who's Grant Hill that he played with, right? The uh, Christian Leitner? Yeah, I thought yeah. I thought that he would be really good. Like I get why people hated him, but I thought not only because of his success in college and his ability to shoot the ball as a mm-hmm. big and his ability as a hustle player and all that kind of stuff, I really and truly thought that he would, and he didn't because of his ego. If he just set aside his ego on the dream team years, that oh, yeah, that yeah, year, yeah. and just soaked up the knowledge that he could have got from that team. Instead of being just letting them outcast him, like I'd have been a fly on shit with every one of those guys, just been like, "Hey, Mr. Magic Learn, Johnson, hey, like yeah. I'm learning, Larry Bird, that is the guy, like that is your comp, go learn." Yeah, and so, 
there's some guys there that, yeah, it's fun. I mean, that alone could run a show topic. Oh, yeah. NBA yeah. guys that well, just um, didn't make it. So before we before we move on, there was one more thing in the NBA, and I posted it in the group, and I thought it was pretty interesting because you would think that with current players that LeBron would be elected more as the GOAT than Jordan would with current players because Jordan's been retired for a long time. Yeah. And, I mean, LeBron is now the, the like leading point scorer. Throw shade into this. What you're doing here? Well, no, it wasn't really shade. It was I just, know. it was, I thought it was interesting. I mean, because, I mean, I'm from the older generation. Uh, yeah. You know, I still believe that Jordan, even though he's not one of my favorite players at all, I still believe he is the GOAT. Um, but I thought it was very interesting to see the athletic, they took 100 random players and asked them, and what apparently was they asked these 50, 100 random players. It was like 50, 58 to 33 percent. Yeah, and then there were a few other dabbles in for some other guys. Like, so I was like, that is a massive. Even though it's 100 players, because they're still. I still think it comes down to the over. They, I feel like they're they overweigh the championships. I've said I mean, that before. I, I, would, I would say so. I think but that championships expect, because NBA teams are less, and one player can do a lot of dictating. I still think that the NBA championship is over-inflated in value oh, 100%. sometimes. 100%. I, ha- I hate when... And so... Like, even though it is an impressive stat, I think it's one of those that you go, Andy's got this. It's yeah. not one that you actually put because into the argument. It's you, one that you put in afterthought. If you, in this, if you took away the win-loss record and just said, player A went to six championships and player B went to 11 championships, you're going to look at it and go, holy crap, that guy took his team well, to 11 champions. It's like, that's an impressive in its own right. All the extra games and the journeys that you take to get there, that makes so, that impressive. Yes, but I'm going to go back to the fact that I, even though LeBron had some bad teams during Cleveland, like the East just wasn't powerful back then. There was like, there was. Well, we saw a lot of people running away. Like people have like, now even admitted that they yeah, ran like the away East just from wasn't, the East. Yeah, it wasn't that strong. Like, but when Jordan, like, this is when a lot of people bring up, they're like, it took Jordan a while to actually get to that point where oh, LeBron yeah. got to early. And I was like, well, I mean, the ace was ran by Boston, who had, yeah, 19, had to get through Boston. Not 19 Hall of Famers on the team. And then you had then you had to go through Detroit, who had five Hall of Famers on the team. Like, when Honestly, you say that Michael he couldn't played, get through them. Michael played easier competition in his finals. Yes, 100%. LeBron played harder finals opponents. Then he Michael did had a harder yeah. journey at times getting. Yeah. That's there. that's what I was going to say. Yeah, like, I, I, the I see journey what you're to there. the finals but, was much harder for Jordan than it was for LeBron. But Jordan's finals opponents were so much more easier than oh, what yeah. LeBron had those, faced because it's that, it's the exact opposite. So when LeBron was running the East, the West was the powerhouse, and when Jordan was running the East. The East was the powerhouse. Yeah, like, like they, they were have, winning. And that, a lot of that and comes it didn't in show until the Lakers got Shaq and Kobe. Which it didn't true. make and, that and shift. And a, a lot of that became was that you were still. I mean, you had free agency when Michael and them and all those guys were playing, but free agency what isn't what it was is no, now. No, no. And so guys didn't change teams. People stayed where they were. So those teams built long yeah. years of. Consistent rapport. Yeah. I mean, if your team sucked, then your team sucked for yeah. years. Yeah. I mean, that's it why they sucked for a long time. Yeah, it was hard to get out of the yeah. cellar. So, but uh, with that, we transition to another little bit of a sporting change. 
Where are you going? I'm going to baseball. I was going to go football, but I'm going to slide baseball I was actually thinking baseball anyway. We were talking about teams that suck that are now playing good, and, well, as we sit here now, the number two team in the American League. You know who the number two team in the American League is right now? I don't. It would be the Texas Rangers without their starting shortstop taking two of three from the defending team. I didn't champ. realize they were second. I thought they were third, so um, that's why. Second, <laughs> second in the American okay. League right now at, with a six. Now, they've beaten the crap out of the Royals, who are awful. <laughs> so there's a little bit of a skew to the static there. But they did take two of three out of they, the they Astros. They walked them again today. In at Houston. Yeah, they did. Um, I mean... Yes, I said Molly Watt. Oh, and they did. It was ugly. 12 to 3. Yeah, and Ooh, the Royals oh, have some young guys. Oh, my God. Good. What? The Royals are 4 and 15. Yeah, they're so. not. Okay. It's, it's floating their numbers a little bit. Yeah. But, <clears throat> like I said, they're second. The the Rays, since we did our last episode, have not only lost one, but two, but three games. Yeah. They yeah. <clears throat> lost two of three to Toronto. Toronto's a darn good team. That entire division, that AL East is going. I mean, the AL East is always good. I'm, I'm, but it's really, going to be a gauntlet. <laughs> I was, I was really let down. Well, we're not let down, and but I was free. really sad once, once the the streak stopped. So I was like, oh, just that one more to break the record to be the only team. And then it, and then the news got worse as they lost their Jeffrey Springs. Yeah, so yeah. he's done, and he was Cy Young pacing. I mean, he was. Balling through his first four starts. I mean, the Rays are st- always loaded. They're going to be a good team still. Heck, just being the fact that they're already 13 games over 500 helps push that, you know, towards going on. But Toronto is a quality team. The Yankees are going to be good. The Orioles are going to improve from last year's playoff run. The Red Sox look better now. That division is always a gauntlet, and it's not changing anytime soon. That's going to be a fun one to track. Twins and Guardians are still looking good. Uh, Rangers are leading their division, though, by two and a half games. Angels are in second. Angels are actually playing the Yankees today. And Aaron Judge robbed Shohei Otani of a home run. Really? Uh Uh-huh. Yeah. Pretty cool little dynamic there. Speaking of that team, how about Giancarlo Stanton? I heard some of the worst contracts in the sports history. I read today, today or yesterday, they were talking about how before he came to the Yankees, he was almost a lock to be a Hall of Famer. And then he went to the Yankees, and he has been god-awful. Well, because he hasn't he's even... constantly injured. I was going to say, it's not that he's been god-awful. He still does good things. He still, when he's playing, averages the highest exit velo in baseball. Like, he hits the ball freaking hard. But... Like you said, he's the Anthony Davis of baseball. Yeah. Like, he's never available. Mm. And then most of the time, they're DHing him. Like, it's not like they're making it hard for him. He's the reason Aaron Judge can't transition to being out of the outfield. <laughs> like, Aaron Judge at 6'7 and 30 years old has to track around in center field because so, of that. Do we now say that Derek Jeter did the right thing? In retiring? In and trading Stanton to the Yankees from the Marlins whenever he took over. Mm, what did he get back, though? Did anything that he got in that deal make it? Mm, that's a good point. I mean, and the other problem thing is, is that, you know, I hate when players change their names. And John Carlos Stanton is one of those guys. 
You know what his name used to be, right? Like his original name? Jose Diaz? Mike. Oh, really? His name was okay. Mike Stanton. Oh. And he was balling as Mike. And then he, he changed his name to John Carlo. So, Jose Devers ends up, uh, looks like Jose Devers? I mean, because honestly, if you weren't going to pay him, yeah, it works out. But if you didn't get any good players out of the deal, then no, you still lost. <laughs> like, those prospects have to hit. You got Trick Starlow and Castro. He didn't really hold up for long. Rafael Devers. Oh, my God. They got Rafael Devers, and they traded him away. So... Oh, no, no, no. I misread that. Okay. Whew. They got Jose Devers, cousin of Rafael oh. Devers, <laughs> the third baseman for the Red Sox. I was about to say, wow. That kid was only 18 at the time of the trade. Heck, he might still be in the farm system. So, time. yeah, I guess they still lost it. I, say, I still think you lose they the trade. Did. Yeah, they didn't Because did. you look at what, I mean, like we said, Stanton's hurt, but mm-hmm. Giancarlo, Stanton, Stats. I mean, he was definitely pacing towards Hall of Fame status, though. Like, I get, I see what you're saying there. Um, they, I mean, but he's still got like Daryl Strawberry. He's still like got a he 45 career WAR, 382 career home runs. I mean, he's technically he's only 33. Like, if he can just figure out healthy, heck, he's got an MVP award. Well, who was it? They were talking. Uh, uh, they, they compare to uh, uh, Ryan Howard. Ryan Howard's got an MVP also. Yeah, Ryan Howard's one of those guys. But Howard fell off hard. He, he did. And his but, wasn't injuries. He was like Joey Gallo where he just stopped yeah. making contact. Yeah. Which I say that, but Gallo's batting like 280 right now. But, uh, his yeah, average they, went and, up And they did hurt. say they, they compared it, but they were like, but Stanton is a better player. But you have to look at this and go, like, this is the trajectory right yeah. now because of the injuries. Like, There's only been one player that was ever wow. – Put into the MLB Hall of Fame with under two thousand hits, and that was in nineteen seventy five. Yeah. So if you have under two thousand hits, and you ain't getting in. Like, he's it's not basically like you're not getting he's in. He's only at fourteen hundred yeah. now. I mean, here's his games played though: 2018, 158 games. Twenty nineteen, eighteen. Twenty twenty, the COVID year, he only played twenty three games that season. Of the sixty game season that they did. And then in 21, he played 139. Last year, he played 110. And then this year, he's out another six weeks. He was an all-star last year, though, even with a 211 batting average. I <laughs> <laughs> hell you got 211? That's Major League Baseball. Yeah. I mean, he's still, yeah. he's still in his time with the Yankees hit. He's been with the Yankees for three, six years, including all the injuries. He still has 115 home runs. I mean, it's good. As a Yankee, a 255 yeah. average. Like he's, I, I 240 think they also base. said it's, when they're comparing Ron a, Howard, he he's actually already right there with the home runs. Yeah. So he, he's easily going to pass him. If he can just get healthy, like he could, he he's easily going to be a 400 home run guy. He's at 382. Oh, yeah. He'll get to 400. Um, I, I mean, if he can get healthy, he could easily get to 1,500 hits and 400 home runs. It will be hard to call him a Hall of Famer. It would call him a Hall of Really Good. Yeah. And baseball yeah. doesn't just let anybody in. Nope. Baseball is what? Baseball is not The basketball. hardest Hall of Fame in sports is Major League Baseball. There are people that have won not one but two MVPs that are not in the Baseball Hall of Fame. So there, that is one thing that, I mean, and they don't let anyone get in unanimously. We've seen, what, one person ever get the perfect vote? Yeah. And that was a freaking closer. Yeah. Like, that was wrong. He was a stud. 
But he wasn't better than Babe Ruth, and Babe Ruth couldn't get 100%. <laughs> on that fact alone, I would have had one person not vote for him. Like, I'm petty <laughs> Just like to that. keep it. Just well, to there's keep certain it, people that... Keep it sanctimonious. Yes. Keep it that way. Ted Williams, better than him. I mean, I'm just naming the people that are all along before my age time, and I can yeah. tell you that, no way, that these guys are... Um, but then you have other fun stuff going on with the current season for them. You've got the... Getting into the National League, um, Scherzer gets pulled from a game today for an yes. illegal substance, and it's possible he could see a 10-game suspension, depending on appeal. Did you hear what he said? He's, he was pissed. He said, it's just sweat and rosin. Which is what they say, <laughs> but that's illegal. And so, if that's what it is, apparently they're cracking down pretty hard this year on it. Um, again, after they had the whole issue, uh, the Padres, who are currently below 500 this year after all that hype, they're getting Tatis back. And the rumor is he's going to play right field. Because obviously he can't play shortstop. they got yeah. Alexander Bogarts. Yeah. And okay. he's not in a situation to walk in and slang his wing around like he's got the ability to do that because he's screwed up so many times. He just needs to shut up and go play baseball because this team's on the verge of getting rid of him. And they're going to trade him to the freaking Royals just so he never wins. <laughs> like, <laughs> um, but, uh, I mean, some teams are doing pretty good. The Pirates are doing looking pretty good early. The Cardinals are struggling. Thank you, Lord. Anytime the Cardinals are struggling, we pray and say uh, if my If my hairstylist is watching this, uh, sorry about that, that comment. <laughs> She's a Cardinals fan. <laughs> I've worked with a Cardinals fan. And she was coloring a picture during a break. And it was one of those adult stress ones, and she was coloring the arch, and I was like, strike it with lightning and burn it down. Screw <laughs> that city. I hate St. Louis. Everything about it. Y'all, the whole city can come at me. Give me all the interactions. It'll raise our ratings. <laughs> Winners and losers. Um, Dodgers are struggling out the gate. The you know the Arizona Diamondbacks lead their division right now? And That's last pretty crazy. Year, well, here's the crazy thing. The stat is, one, that is Corbin Carroll kid scorching earth as a rookie. But last year the Dodgers or the Diamondbacks were nine or they were five and like thirty against the Padres and Dodgers. Like it was insanely bad against the Padres and Dodgers. Against the rest of the league, they were just under or right around league average, right at just above five hundred for the year. Like if they didn't suck against the Padres and Dodgers, they were sneakily actually a decent baseball team. Hmm. This year they came out and took two or three from the Dodgers and two or three from the Padres to start the season. So, so maybe they're season. figuring it out. Yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> um, Rockies still suck, and my baseball player is going to be possibly on that roster. Oh, well, before we get to that, um, oh, yeah. how about we talk about the Rangers' uh, city jerseys? You know what? Did you like them? No. You didn't like them? No. I liked the story behind them. Yes. I like the story and how they broke it all down, especially the video that they did. That was yeah. really cool. Um, but I can also see how doing a city jersey for a team named after the state is a challenge. Well, that not only that, but you're doing multiple teams, like it was yeah. for the Metroplex. Like it was. Oh, we're touch. doing we're doing these teams. Like just just you can do that team next year. Just but they don't do it. Not every team this. gets a city connect every year. Okay, well, do it. Like, they only do, like, four City Connects each one. Like, when the Cubs did theirs, they got Wrigleyville, because that's what it's all called. The worst City Connect jersey is still the Boston Red Sox, though. Have you seen that one? It's uh, yellow. 
Oh. It's awful. Look it up. You're going to hate. You want to stab your eyes. Like, it's one of the worst jerseys I've ever seen is the Boston Red. It is yellow with blue letters on it. I mean, it has nothing to do with the city of Boston, I don't feel like at all. Like, I mean, honestly, the Red Sox City Connect jersey would have been cooler if they had just put David Ortiz saying, this is our fucking city on it from when the oh, wow. bombing happened. Like, those are terrible. Yeah. Those are awful. And so, like, nothing, like, they could have gone green and done some Irish bit for Boston and, like, anything like that. Like, it's just terrible. <laughs> well, so the one thing that I will say about the Rangers jersey is that when I saw the picture of Adolis Garcia wearing it, I was like, that's a cool jersey. Adolis makes a lot of things look like, cool. That dude yeah. is jacked. <laughs> yeah. I was like, that's a cool jersey right there. But then I was like, just looking at the jersey, and I was just, I don't like the TX. Like, it just looks too much like an R. It reminds me of Detroit. Like, I'm just I looking at that. it. I'm just looking at it going. Like, because when I first saw it, so when I first saw the Texas Rangers update their website, I was or their uh, Facebook page, I was like, what is this? Like, I, I don't know about this. Like, what is that? I was, and I'm trying to look at it going, is, oh, it's a TX. Oh, okay. Because at first, because I'm looking at it going, I don't understand what this is doing. And I'm like, no. I liked the videos and the whole reveal that they did for it. Um, I, I do see how it can be an acquired thing. But, yeah, fun fact, I don't like the Rangers baby blues. I think they're, I think they're beautiful. Freaking God awful. Love them. And so I like these way more. <laughs> and it, I don't know what it is, man. It's just something about these just don't. They're just, I don't know. I don't know. I, 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 I see either side of them. I like, like them. Like with the like, Red Sox, with the yellow. Like the it yellow doesn't make just, any sense. But uh, I, I like, want to go find like, the historic. story behind the yellows because they're just so Red Sox ugly. Red Sox released Patriots Day-inspired City Connect uniforms. Okay, well that would help and make me feel bad about, you know, crapping on them because of so Patriots Day and everything that's happening. But with that, we, I mean, it'll be fun. Um, while he's reading into this a little more, I will say I will go into my baseball players that I really thought were going to be better, and I'm 100% going to stay pretty modern, as or basically modern as both my guys are still playing right now. Uh, the first one is I'm going with El Mago, uh, Javier Baez. I just wish he could get a batting average worth a darn because the dude is a wizard with a glove. He's so much fun to watch play. And I really thought when he went to the New York Mets last year, or I guess two years ago when they traded him, I thought, man, I watched him play in the World Series, and when he's at the shiningest, brightest lights, he's going to just ball, and he did not. The other one is I'm really disappointed with how bad Chris Bryant is. It took him almost two seasons to hit his first home run in Colorado. In Colorado. That's a, Anybody can hit a damn yeah. home run in Colorado. That's a, that's a very hitter-friendly park. Yes, the altitude and everything. He's still batting over 300. But, I mean, we watched that guy break in, win Rookie of the Year, win MVP, win a World Series, and then all of a sudden he just went... Yeah. yeah. I mean, he's a good baseball player, but, like, he was like... Trout and Harper and like he was yeah, getting he to was, be that like, guy. like I have, I Hall have of a, Fame projections. Were I have coming. A, a patch rookie card uh, of his that I've been holding on to because I was hoping it would they sh- turn him around. 
It's, it's when he signed with the Rockies, I was like, you know what? The Giants were a decent situation. Things slowed off for the Cubs. But you know what? He's got the MVP. He's got a Rookie of the Year. He's got a World Series. Go to Colorado and inflate your stats. Like, I was ready for him to go to Colorado and start hitting 40 bombs a season for the next 10 years. Uh, bat 300 because he's that kind of hitter. He, he will bat 300. Like, he's batting 315 right now. But he does, he's, all the power's gone. And he swings straight up. Like, he yeah. has a arching rainbow underneath the ball, launch angle, perfect launch angle swing. Like, that's what he does. And he just can't get it together. So, I'd like to see him do it because I like the guy. He's not even a third baseman anymore, which is the position he won a World Series at. He's exclusively an outfielder, I think, now. But those would be my two guys in baseball. All right. Well... Uh, mine is going to be a little bit different. Uh, it's going to involve my local Rangers. Uh, Jerks and Profar. Number one prospect in all of baseball at one point. But you know what? That was a terrible ranking. The reason, well, the reason why I, I want to pick him is... He's a Rocky be- now, too. Uh, <laughs> what? I thought he was a Padre. See, now he's a Rocky now. Oh, he is a Rocky. Okay. Colorado Rocky now, yep. actually. We're, we're uh, right. That's, that's funny. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I didn't even notice that. I saw he was at the Padres. I didn't see down yeah. at the bottom. It was new. Um, but, yeah, there was – there was at one point, we could have gotten, like, a load for him. Oh, and his then, value – And then we held on to it, and he just – The Rangers did that with two players. Him and Joey Gallo both are yeah. guys that if the Rangers would have used as pieces of a trade uh, rather than other pieces that they used as trade pieces – would have been better. Yep. I mean, I say that, but like, like I said earlier, Joey Gallo is off to a pretty good start this season. We knew the shift would going away would help him. It's, I mean, it's just, I guess it break it breaks my heart knowing how highly valued he was supposed to be. Oh, and yeah. he was going to come in, he was going to be the new guy, and then he just was never that guy, and. Then we just never got anything for him, even though we could have gotten a ransom at one point. Kind of the way, you know, the Rangers did with uh, Mark Teixeira when we Which, got... that's what got them to the World Series. Yeah, that's, that's what got us to the World Series with um, Mark Teixeira. Absolutely. That, getting... We got Ian Kinsler. Um, uh, no, no, you got Jared Saltamakia. Salty. Elvis yeah. Andrews. Andrews. Um, Neftali Feliz. There you go. All come in yeah. on the Mark Teixeira trade. Like, that, that, was, that was one of the greatest trades... Because yeah, you already Ever. had... Because uh, that loaded us to go to the World Series with yeah. just that one trade. That, that trade was 14 years ago now. And, and what's funny is the centerpiece of the deal was supposed to be Saltamakia. And he never... I mean, he was never a great Ranger. Like, we've talked on the show that... He's a good dude. But. Last week when we talked about how Elvis is at 2,000 career hits, I mean, he was at one point pacing to become, like, your face of Texas Ranger baseball. Like, yeah. He was yeah. on pace to become your all-time franchise hit leader. The downfall of Martin, uh, of Natali Feliz was heartbreaking, though, because yep. when he first came in, he was a blast. Yep. And then watching him come in that second year, killing it, and then when he got hit in the World Series on back-to-back days, like, I don't think I'd ever watched a man's spirit die on national television any harder than watching Natali Feliz. I- I'm putting him on this list now. Thank I you mean, for reminding me how much I, I used mean, to think we, he was going to be I mean, we probably saw someone's spirit die a little bit more on national television. Oh, Rick Hankiel was pretty high up there. <laughs> oh, no, well, no, I was actually talking about the guy that died on national television. 
oh, that we'll be talking about in a minute. This is true. Yeah. Which that was, you know what? I'm going to take that as a smooth transition. Because we've done touched on baseball and go, yeah. the guy that we watched on national television, he's back. I mean, he needs to do it. Michael Jordan, I'm back. That because would be good. DeMar Hamlin is cleared for all activities and is practicing today at voluntary workouts with the Buffalo Bills. Absolutely. That's awesome. That's that, awesome. And nothing else matters in the show. I, I mean, that he's okay is great. There were a lot of factors that kind of screwed with the season that came from it. But at the end of the day, the fact that that young man is up and walking and everything else is just magical. Yeah. Yeah. And that he's going to play football again. And, you know, I, he may not play this year. Is uh, that what they said? Well, no, no. I mean, he's probably got a shot at playing this year, but I don't, I don't... He's got the full green light, basically. Yeah, so I'd be scared if to you're, go. You know what I I'm would be skittish to play if I'm him, 100%. I'd, if I'm the Bills coaching staff... I would want to be... I think you have to hit him. Practicing only. Yeah. Like, that's what but I you know would want to do. The Bills need him. I mean, he's... Yeah, they do, yeah. They need him. Like, yeah. he's he was a very good football player for them last season. Like, yeah. he was a... He wasn't like the star, but you realize in the playoffs that he was a contributor to that team oh, and yeah, back yeah, into yeah. the defense. Yeah. So big time. He is someone that getting him back, getting him healthy. I would say that finding ways to see if how skittish he might be without you know crossing a line kind of needs to be a priority of a defensive backs coach probably. Yeah. Like oh yeah, finding ways. And it sounds terrible, but you kind of have to hit him, like, and see I'm, where he's at mentally. Yeah, like, that's the game. Yeah, like, I yeah. hate saying it that way, but that's what you have to do. He's, it sounds you terrible, get, but you have to get physical with him because you you need to see where he's at mentally. Yeah. Because you can be there physically, but you need to see where he's at mentally, and yes. that's why I'm saying I don't know if he would actually play this year because I think that you're going to have to get him built up mentally before he. Actually, 100%. Like, I think they'll let him get go out there, but I'm not sure that they'll let him actually play. Yeah. And I so think he'll get to go out there I mean, on something. On on the plus side of it is that he's been cleared so early on. Yeah. I mean, pre-draft and everything. Yeah, that's big. He's doing workouts. If the team's getting to work with him now, I mean, they are going to get more time to see if we don't see the Bills draft a safety, I think it tells you they think he's playing. Well, <laughs> the the one thing that I will say about that is the safety class is not very good. No, also true. Uh, there's there's only one safety, Brian Branch, uh, and he's more than likely going to be playing uh, nickel, so he won't even play in safety. Okay, so, so it, it'll be interesting. Everyone else is like late second to third round. Like it's not a good class for that. Yeah. So speaking of guys that. You know, might sit on a bench who have sat on the bench. Um, Jalen Hurts goes from benched at the halftime of this national championship to winning the Heisman to the highest paid player in the history of the NFL. Until someone else gets paid. Until <laughs> Joe Burrow gets paid. Because Joe Burrow or Justin Herbert will get paid and they will yeah, pass it. And then they'll pass it. Um, if I'm Joe Burrow, if you're going to play it for the money, you wait till Herbert signs because you've done more. 
Oh yeah, yeah, hundred percent. You, you get you yeah. you say no. Definitely. I you don't set you don't sign the next deal and let Herbert use yours as his spring because all Herbert you ask me Herbert gets less than hurts. He should. He he hasn't done yeah. as much on the field like he really results has, wise. Like, he's like, good. He's good. It's just the the, gonna have yeah him. the result wise. The, the just... tangle between him between hurts Herbert and Tua will hurt my heart for the remainder of my fandom. It does hurt. Especially knowing <laughs> I could have had both what, of those what guys. Hertz is doing, how good Herbert, Herbert is. actually is, and the fact that Tua thought about retiring after all those concussions and, last year. And what's crazy is, is that I heard two different analysts today while I was doing my show prep and stuff. Two different guys, one on NFL Network, and I can't remember his name, and one I want to say that was on ESPN, that both said that if Tua can stay healthy all season, that's like that's the question mark holding the Dolphins back. That the Miami Dolphin roster right now is set to win a Super Bowl as long as Tua's healthy. Oh yes, like they're, so they're now, loaded. Now I'm sitting here and I'm thinking to myself, well, shit, we have everything in place to finally see it happen, and one hit ends it all. Like, I mean, Mike White's not winning a Super Bowl. Like, like, once you, once you brought in Jalen Ramsey, that changed everything. Oh, yeah, like, especially if Xavier Howard gets healthy. Because yeah. if Xavier Howard is healthy, we know he's one of the ten best corners in football. And now you put him with Jalen. Oh, no, that, but, okay, Tyreek, mm-hmm. Jalen Waddle, you also have Cedric Wilson, and then you brought, bring in Chosen. Yeah, Chosen Anderson, Braxton Anderson. Berrios. And Braxton Berrios. And that's like, not even counting that they very, love Eric, uh, like, Cedric Wilson is an afterthought in our, on the Dolphins. Oh, yeah. He's they more love, special teams. Um, from all the stuff I followed, Dolphin Red, Eric, uh, Eric Amadou out of Texas Tech last year, he's okay. like our fifth guy. They love him. He's been killing on practice squad stuff. Like, he's going to be a hangaround guy. Um, the only thing we don't have is a decent running back. Like, we have a bunch of bodies at this point, yeah, guys that are past their prime. Well, I mean, from, from what I've heard, the Vikings are planning to cut uh, Dalvin Cook, and if they do, if the Dolphins, I heard that the Dolphins are the team cut, that wants. If to they're going to cut Dalvin Cook, just straight up cut him, I'm sending them a fifth. It's better than getting nothing. I'm saying here's my fifth round pick, give me Dalvin Cook for seventeen million dollar contract. I don't give a damn. I'm playing. The you ain't, you can't afford it. Well, there's you've already said it. The salary cap is it's, real. It's, it, it's, it's, it's not. It, yeah, yeah. It's the salary cap is not real. It's flexible. I'm, I'm going to save some of it by there's only Wilson so much flexing that you can do to like work yourself under be able to sign. Well, you don't really have draft picks like the first ones in the third round. Yeah, um, so, <laughs> or second. Round, Doing actually, a live broadcast round. of a draft and a my team. But I mean, it is possible. But you really do have to think about the fact that he has that big of a contract. I mean, that's why no one is trading for him. Yeah. It's because they can't take that on for a running back. Yeah, but if they cut him, I mean, what is he going to sign for? He's not taking league minimum. He's no, still he'll, he'll probably get what million. I think. He'll probably get, no, not even 10. Unless it's like a two-year deal. He's still like, better it's than not David gonna Montgomery. Be and maybe Montgomery just got, what, 18 over three years? So yeah, six, six million a year. Deal. And, uh, so he's gonna and he's actually that. got a, a, a dead year on his contract, so they can push it so where it's not six million a year. Like, first year is two, then seven, then six, and then there's actually one million on the dead year right now. Oh, okay. So they've actually got it structured to where it's te- technically there's four years on it. 
and they can push even it out a little bit so that because uh, this first year, dollars. yeah, so they can play with it, so they can draft someone like Bijan and not have to worry about it. Next year they can just cut him. And shit, I hope they don't do that. I ended up getting David Montgomery in a dynasty. <laughs> so I don't even like the guy that much. To me, I mean Dalvin, like he's good, but he's got these injury history, this injury history. So I think you're going to look around the six to eight million dollar range uh, for a year, and that's at Bix. And that's, that's just because of the injury history. Okay, good. I had a weird thought that for some reason that camera wasn't recording. And oh. I would have made for a terrible <laughs> showtime if we posted a video with nothing on it. So I just want to confirm that. Yeah, so that's that's the only thing I, that I do okay, feel about that. that I mean, that makes sense then. Because but. Just because. Because he's already going to get whatever out of that $17 million deal. Like, he's going to get money off of it. The cut cooks. If you're so. the Vikings at that point, you turn around and go, I'm out. <laughs> this is like their... He's a large chunk of that offense. I don't he, know that... Well, Madison has done very well in, in his absence. He has. He hasn't true. done as good. He just isn't as good. Yeah, but, but he's done well. Minnesota says, all right, Cook, you're out, and they draft Bijan Robinson. Woo! Boy, Bijan and Jefferson in the same offense. Yeah. Man. Yeah, nice. They just go fast. <laughs> all right, so back back to Hurts. You know, it, it is great to see him get that his deal. story Because he, awesome. he deserved it. You know? Absolutely. I mean, he really deserves Absolutely. it. Absolutely. He's deserved uh, what he's done. Cheyenne Murdoch, Mur- 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 Murdoch, if you're watching this, I don't think you have been watching, even though I've told you that we've been talking about you. Um, oh, you know, he didn't think that uh, Hertz deserved it because he doesn't think he's done enough yet. And my thing is, is that the Eagles have seen enough. Now, he's been in the league three years, but his first year as a starter, he did good. Yeah. This year, he stepped it up even more. You gave him talent, but if you give him talent and they produce well, like, you have to reward him for it. Exactly. Especially since next year, well, you're doesn't... either going to pay him this now, or you're going to wait next year because you didn't think he should have gotten it this year. You're going to have to pay him and, even more. And then like the Cowboys wait, did with that. Exactly. When you wait to pay him, the next guy gets paid, and then the market's set anyway. So yeah. you might as well set the new market because the thing is, is a lot of people were waiting to see what the new market's going to be because Deshaun Watson's not the market. Right, yeah. And that's what's holding up the Lamar deal is he wants and the Deshaun Watson deal. This right deal here, to me, is... is a, shows that that was an anomaly yeah. and this stays with the track of yeah. what the market will be. This And, and more than likely, the, Lamar is probably going to wait until Herbert <coughs> and, and Burrow get theirs and see what the guaranteed is because Hertz got 179 million guaranteed, and I mean that's still pretty far off from what 230 million that Deshaun Watson got, yeah. which was fully guaranteed. And, and so, that was just a bad contract. I don't yeah. care if if, and the, if Deshaun can heard, come back and play like Texans Deshaun Watson, and that's still a bad structural contract because it, it broke what everyone else gets. Yeah, yeah, it, it did. It messed up. It falls out of line with how the league does things. Now, in the NFL, I think they all should be getting guaranteed contracts anyway. That's besides the point. Yeah, I, they think, should, I think that too. They play the most dangerous physical sport. They should increase the salary cap and pay them all guaranteed money and just go average year annual salary, not this front load and back load and all that mess. If we just gave everyone, this is the mark, this is what we're paying, this is it, bam. And that way the next guy gets paid more, fine. The next guy can get $2 million more. The next guy can get $2 million more. Um, that that makes sense to me. That would be fine yeah. because of how physical the toll is on the position yeah. in the sport. But we're not going to see that. Yeah, and, and and eventually Lamar is going to get 
get his contract from more than likely the Ravens. Like, I don't see them trying to go anywhere else. Uh, especially once they brought in OBJ. Like, that yeah, was you, that was their way him. of going, hey, look, look, we're, we're trying, trying to help you out, dude. Like, even if he's what pick did coming off of again? They picked 24. So it's too late to get. They're not getting Jackson. They get 22. They need Jackson. They, and they, Jigla? No. Yeah, they need receivers, well, but he'll be gone. All right, so I, I'll say this. Right now, we don't know a lot about this class. Uh, everything that I've heard is people really don't like this receiver class that much. Yeah. Even though JSN is, is good, he's probably the best in this class. They're, if you look at previous classes, they're like he probably would have been like fourth or fifth in someone else and, and other ones. Like he's, he's good, but he's this class good. He's not good good. I and mean, he's a great route runner. He's he's great. He's smart. He comes back to the ball. He he knows when my my quarterback's in trouble. Go back to the ball. I can yeah. get it. He doesn't I bring get the explosive the athleticism that yeah. some of the other guys brings. But uh, I know the kid's got crazy hands. I watched that catch when he was playing against Allen at Cowboy Stadium, and he can make all the NFL catches with one hand, two hands. Oh, I, I believe so. So, but yeah, he's as long as he can maintain the ability to get separation. He can easily be a seventy-five to one hundred catch guy. Oh, I think so. Yeah, I mean, he's going to be kind of like Michael Thomas, like the slant king. Like he's like he's going to be more net, but I'm just saying, like he'll he'll be that type to run in the slot and doing that slant king. But hey, this is something I heard. So uh, watching a video with Steve Smith, uh, uh, Carolina Panthers legend, yeah, uh, and Ravens legend, and Ravens. Um, Still, he actually brought up the fact that. I'm oh. talking about Dalvin Cook. Not sure healed is appropriate terminology. Mm. Well, we've always um, done that. So shoulder issues. Um, he actually did a video talking about JSN, and uh, JSN brought up the fact he goes, "I'm not a slide only. Like, quit calling you that. Like, that's not what I am. I can run it. I can run it the best. That's not what I am. I'm not just slide only." I was like, "That's true. Like, he's he's kind of got he does, he's not an X." Like he's yeah. he's slot and he's a Z, like he's a guy that you play off the line or in the slot. Yeah, and like he's got that about him. So I do see that, but the class just is, it's really not that strong. So JSN could end up falling to the Ravens. Like a lot of the teams may just go, you know, we can get a guy that's almost just like him in round two, and that's what a lot of this is going to look like when you see these guys falling. You're like, but he's good, but it's because they're so close in the rankings. That they're like, we don't have to pay this guy this in the first round. We can get someone that's very similar in the second. Yeah, which we will have live and shared in our group. We're getting all that arranged, but we will be live that night of the first round of the draft to talk it up, answer questions on the live feed, and all that fun stuff. And if the you're an engaging event, we if, do. if you're a Horn Frogs fan, I'm gonna tell you right now, Quentin Johnson. There's a good chance he's not gonna go in the first round. I saw him rumored to the Chiefs today too. I it's also, very possible. I saw. Max Dugan to in a, in a draft comp that I saw today where the team that would get him in a late round pick and it's going to drive me nuts that I can't remember and I might post it on Facebook later. Well, I know but the Cowboys like, it's No, it was one that I saw that it was like I really liked the comp because it fit well with um, the style of play. I'm going to figure it out. No, no, it was like a team that actually picked a guy like that. But, uh, let's see. But, with that, um, we yeah. also well, have there's uh, a trade. Yeah, Allen Robinson to the Steelers. Uh, man, to me, that 
that Steelers team has it's really weird because the Steelers really don't make a lot of moves in in preseason like this and the they fact really that they have been so active they brought in Isaac Samola from the Eagles um, Cole Holcomb from Washington Elandon uh, Roberts from your Dolphins uh, they brought in an old Patrick Peterson uh, and then they brought in a bunch of other guys that are going to be role players. And then they trade for Allen Robinson. So now you have Deontay Johnson, George Pickens, who showed a lot of promise last year. Oh, yeah. A lot of promise. Solid. And man. then throwing Allen Robinson into the mix. Like, if Kenny Pickett fails, Kenny Pickett is the problem. Because now you have weapons. The problem is they still have a terrible offensive line. Absolutely. Now, bringing in Samola is great. Your interior is really good, but your tackles are god-awful. Yes. So, that will be kind of the, the one thing that is going to drive this, but I think they're doing a really good job this year, and Allen Robinson, like, the fact that he's going to basically be a receiver three for them is, I think, is great. Like, that's that's amazing to have him as your third best receiver. If oh, Deont- yeah. And, uh, unless, you know, Deontay and- Johnson keeps dropping stuff, then he's your second best receiver. This is true. DeAndre Johnson does have a ridiculously bad drops this year. And the fact that he can't find the touch to the end zone. Yeah. Makes a fantasy owner well, nightmare. I've got a really good friend that is uh, that is a Steelers fan. And they other than, you know, the fact that they're doing all the all this stuff, they are mad that Matt Canada is still the offensive coordinator. Because he is terrible. Yeah, he wasn't creative in the terrible. The fact that that team goes, it, it's a the coaching. If you don't think coaching is important, look at the Steelers because uh, them being over five hundred like they are with a team last year's team was just not good. No, and uh, they still went nine and eight and almost made the playoffs. Yeah, like, props to him. He's Tomlin, a Tomlin is a great Mike yeah, Tomlin is a lock Hall of Fame football yeah. coach, and the Steelers just keep hitting coaching out of the park. Like it seems like they never miss on who they want to be their next coach. I mean, that's why they keep them for. 17 years and only had like eight coaches in the history of the franchise. Literally, I can only name two. <laughs> my life's only had two. It's yeah. been him and Bill Cowher. Him and Gower, yeah. I don't think they've ever had another coach in my entire life. They haven't. That's. Yeah. Cowher took over like when when we were basically kids. Yeah. So, no, I. Thousand percent. It, it's insane. Um, the other stuff. Uh, Fun, the little, just a little fun nugget. It stays in the same division. Miles Garrett got hurt this year at the Pro Bowl, and he decided to let the world know that even if we vote for him, he is retired from the Pro Bowl. It, I mean, he's gonna fake an injury. He's look, not doing the Pro Bowl games. He the wasn't Pro Bowl was a joke the, anyway. The flag football stuff and all that. We talked about the games had some improvements and things that we did enjoy. Miles Garrett has no spinning of or moving of the needle on the flag football. He's not a corner. He's not a receiver. He's not a quarterback. So, all him being at the Pro Bowl really was was a dodgeball contest in his name. Like it's it, so yeah. I, it doesn't hurt me. Yeah. I mean, I honestly, want, I want to see the flag football thing keep growing though. So seeing the quarterbacks, receivers, and the DBs getting in is entertaining for me. I mean, I guess Except Matt Milano screw that guy because I watched you tank that shit on purpose. Um. I just, to me, just because it, it's meaningless anyway, like, just vote for them, and that's it. 
Like I don't, I don't care about uh, it enough most, to even care anymore. Because most it's of the just, players it's, that go say they enjoy doing it, though. Well, they take their families and they enjoy. Yeah, but it's no longer like this cool thing because it used to be held in Hawaii where you always take your family out because it's like a vacation. True. true. Now you're just it going needs, to random spots in, in the NFL needs, that you already to go, go to during the season. It needs to go back to Miami, Hawaii. I think that was the best way to yeah. engage Hawaii, like. Like, that I mean, was your you way took, of allowing Hawaii to be a part of the NFL. Exactly. Like, I think that you was took that away, and then you also took away a great vacation destination. So people were like, "Lakers have yeah. cut it to six with three minutes to go." Like you made it to where it was this vacation destination, and it was it felt good to be a yeah. Pro Bowler. Now it's. Hey, we're going to Indianapolis this year. And you're like... They were in Vegas last year, which looks cool. Yeah, I mean, with the Vegas, they they were in Miami. Like, they've been to some destinations. But you you play in those destinations. So it's not like you're... It's not like you're going... And you're going there in the the wintertime. So it's not like you're going there to this great place during this great time of year. That makes sense. So... Like, why in not February. have it in the best place possible? Just go to Hawaii. Yeah. 100%. Take the Pro Bowl back to Hawaii. Start that movement now. Uh, well, with that, let's get into our players. I, I've got two. I'm gonna let, you want to go first this one? Yeah, I mean, I... And then I'm, we've got I'm some miscellaneous athletes we thought of and a hockey topic to bring up. Uh, yeah. Um, the, the one that I, I thought of is... So, whenever I was playing sports football games when I was young... Uh, the one person that I always wanted on my team, uh, you know, during like a one-year, a little two-year stretch thing was uh, Achilles Smith, the quarterback from the Bengals. Okay. I guess I thought he was going to be something special. I really thought he was going to be something special. And he just was not. And I was so let down because I was like, this guy is going to be great. Yeah. And then... You watched him, and you're like, oh, no. Oh, no, 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 no. He was not Jamarcus Russell bad, but the dude was not anywhere close to what I thought he was going to be. Yeah. And, like, you can technically put this in a bust category because, like, I mean, he was he, – I mean, he wasn't a number well, one mine's pick. mine's 100% bust. But he was, say. like, the eighth or ninth pick or something like that. Yeah, early like, first round I, pick. I truly don't even actually know. That's something I probably should have looked up while explaining this. Third overall. So, yeah. yeah 100% bust. Really yeah. Yeah. 100% bust. Yeah. My, my go-to, and I can literally say, like, I don't. I, look, this is the oh, long run. Right. His first name was Kabisa. I've never said that. Kabisa Achille Maradufu Smith. Wow. He's Swahili. Oh, okay. My first one I had, too, the first one that comes to mind for me was... And like I said, I'm not the Longhorn fan. This is the Longhorn fan. And Vince Young, just watching the Rose Bowl. And, I, you know, I can, I'm can i simplifying the Rose Bowl by saying Vince Young because I think Leinert falls in this category. Oh, yeah. I think Reggie Bush yeah. falls in this category. Yeah. Reggie Bush was still a very good NFL player. Reggie Bush looked like the next Barry Sanders at USC. Like, he did. He did. He did. Vince Young was played one of the greatest college career seasons we'd ever seen getting to that national title, and then played the, arguably most people call the greatest game of football, collegiate football, we've ever seen. Um, and then he 
I, I really just he they, he got exposed by not knowing, not learning the football side of things enough. It feels like it, from going back and looking, Texas let Vince Young just be so athletic that he didn't really get pushed to learn football good enough. And when he got to the NFL, I feel like that's what downfall him. Uh, that and he just never, he never knew losing. Also true. He did. And once he started losing, I don't think he had the mentality to to, to break it. To, because yeah, because he, he never it's a struggle to win. Become that's a winner. All, that if if all you knew was winning, and then you finally got to the largest stage that there is, and you couldn't win. Yeah. Like mentally, that has to like yeah. just break. And they did not win. The Titans did not win. <laughs> I see you pulled Reggie Bush's number. Man. I did. Yeah. Yeah, and I mean he was he was a good football player. Like the Saints, he had some great years with the Saints. Wasn't he on the Super Bowl team? Mm-hmm. He, he won a Super Bowl with the Saints. Like. He played decent for the Dolphins. I got a Reggie Bush Dolphins jersey. Rookie of the year too. I got a Reggie Bush Dolphins jersey. Like the dude, he had eighty-eight receptions his rookie year. Yeah. Oh yeah, they didn't. He didn't run the ball. He was he was a pass catching machine. Yeah. And no, he's another guy. But but the other one that jumps off, and this is a guy that when I talked to him about it pre-show, he kind of snickered at me because he is a very good football player. He's a fringe Hall of Famer. Indomik and Sue never became the player I thought he would be. Like, he's the draft guy. When I watch a football game, I see guys that I think are good. And I'm like, oh, okay, I draw to him. Watching Nebraska, which I never watch play, and, and Dominic and Sue just, he drew your face to him when Nebraska was playing. Like, you're just like, holy crap, that guy is an animal. And That's Colt McCoy about him. Yeah, yeah. I, <laughs> and he's a little dirty, don't get me wrong. But you know what? Good teams have that guy. Draymond Green's that guy for the Warriors. Like, there's a little dirty on a team that helps you win. And I, I honestly thought coming out, and Dominic and Sue was going to be what we got in Aaron Donald. Like, I didn't even know who the heck Aaron Donald was coming out of Pitt until he got to the NFL and became the best defensive tackle arguably yeah. we've ever seen. Yeah, yeah. I really thought that's what Dominic and Sue was going to be. So, as good as he has been, I just thought he would be better. Well, you know, as a as a fifth year senior, like he had twelve sacks as a fifth year senior. Yeah, that was soon. Yeah. So before that, he had a total of twelve sacks in three years. Yeah, I don't know his senior year. He he, he was still really good. Was he was really good? Like he also had twenty twenty and a half tackles for a loss, which is incredible. Oh yeah. Pursuit that means he's staying with it. So, so. I mean, I'll, I'll give you, I'll give you the fact that, like, Maybe I don't know, I it's, it's tough to thing. say. It's tough to say just because, like, he is basically like a fringe Hall of Famer. So, because he did have a, a pretty good career. Uh, I mean, defensive tackles they're a little bit tougher to get in. So, I would maybe take the friends off and say that he may not get in. Yeah. Because it's it's very difficult for defense to tackle. Oh, for sure. Without having the sack numbers or something to back it up, it's hard to get in. He's so, not 100 sacks. I'll, I'll say that, but I do feel like he did really, really, really well. Like, some of, some of the numbers may have not been on the paper. Yes, because but he when was you watched so him good play, at stopping like, the run yeah. and slowing the run down. Yeah, that that's a stat like, that he, he can't see. He affected see. the game more than what the stats show. Absolutely, and I can see that. 
So, so that's the only reason why I felt like it was probably not the best, just because like I feel like he did kind of reach where he should have been. And I can see that too. Maybe I just I don't like know. you were Maybe you were just, just hoping for more of Warren Sapp with his sacks and stuff. I think like, so. A little or, bit. Yeah. So with that, I roll but into. I, but he was he's Uh-oh. played more the like nose tackle role. Yeah, that makes sense. And that's why some of it didn't project to the NFL the way that like Warren Sapp or Aaron Donald who play that three technique gotcha. really kind of take advantage of stuff. Well, that makes sense. Then sliding in, we'll uh, get on to the uh, NHL. And uh, we're not going to act like we're hockey experts. We never have. Um, Dallas Stars came in the higher seed and lose round one. In, in a... In a Thrilling overtime. No, no, no. Oh, you missed it. You missed it. Oh, what'd I do? In a wild oh, double overtime. Oh, they did overtime. lose in a wild double overtime. <laughs> in case you don't know. I even wrote it down. In case you don't know, they're playing the wild, wild out of... Where are they wild at? I don't even know where the hell they are. Out of where they used to be from, the Minnesota, oh, the Minnesota wild. wild. That's oh, right. Man. And you know the other funny part is you know who works on the staff for the Minnesota Wild? Mike Madonna. Really? Works as a consultant for the Minnesota Wild, an original Minnesota North Star that moved to the Dallas Stars. Wow. With that said, my bust hockey player, I'm just going to get it in there right now. My bust hockey players, they're both from Minnesota. Really? Yeah, and they played for the Ducks. Man, who is that? Charlie Conway. Oh, you know what? So overrated. Great Um, leader. But, I mean, you know you're bad when your team tells you to become a coach mid-game. Yeah, and oh, just de- hand it definitely. Over. And definitely. then, best ability is availability. And Banks, that guy was never available. Always hurt. Always. Had all the skill in the world. He was the Anthony Davis of hockey. Man, and he, he, just, point there. he just couldn't stay on the ice. Do you have? A, um, that's a strong point. That is a strong point. I, I don't think I could come up with... Two better people than that right there. Like, yeah, that's, like that's hockey probably... wise, those are just the names. So if you have any other names, please. <laughs> I can't hold the straight face any longer. Please. It was difficult. <laughs> <laughs> Tag them. Put the names for hockey players. I'll research them, and I'll be happy that you found them. But other than that, uh, only other hockey related thing is is the Kraken are only in their second year as a team. And they won their first game of the playoffs as uh, the lower seed. I, I do have that uh, the stars of uh, Pavleski is in concussion protocol right now. Yes, Pavleski so. is in uh, concussion protocol. Uh, and they are playing tonight, aren't they? Uh, let or me see. Tomorrow. I have it right here. The stars play April 19th. Yeah, the stars yeah, play tonight, tonight okay. at 8.30 p.m. Uh, oh, duh, I got time. it right there tonight at 8.30. Oh, I had it yeah. written down. <laughs> yeah, they play 8.30 tonight <laughs> on ESPN2. Um, because Deuce. that's where they're at. As long as Jason Roberts doesn't get hurt, I understand that he's really good. They need him to be winning. <laughs> and, uh, look out for so the only other uh, news that I have is, I don't know if you saw this, but did you hear about the Winnipeg Winnipeg Jets uh, forward? This, uh, more Winnipeg's than, in Canada, right? Yes, so I, I yeah. check out on Canada. Okay, uh, well, <laughs> the dude got hit in the head with the skate. Had 75 stitches oh, and came back into the game. Get, oh, my God. I didn't know that yeah. part. I just knew yeah. he got 75 stitches. All right. Well, I'm Canada, you're amazing. <laughs> you no, know, last time, like, 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 when we think of hockey, we think of Canada. Like, Minnesota, Canada. Yeah, like, yeah. which basically Minnesota is Canada. Yeah. Like, did you know that 
I think it's been like since like the late nineties, early eighties since the last time the Canadian team won the Stanley Cup. Well, I mean, you also have like Russia and everything else. Yeah, but <laughs> the Stanley Cup is only in America and Canada. They've got like <laughs> like the Toronto Raptors won an NBA title before <laughs> six teams in Canada could get a Stanley Cup. Like, what the hell? That's Canada, you, you're failing. Like, this is That's your sport. Like, you skate ice. It's isn't that what it's like up there all year? Like. Do y'all get pretty sunny days, or is it just icebergs and you can't win the hot Stanley Cup? It's not Alaska. They won gold medals in the Olympics, and they can't win the damn... That's because all their good players are on other teams. That's <laughs> true. They keep it spread out. So with that said, I have one more honorable mention bust that has nothing to do with it, and I think that'll be our wrap-up. Well, I mean, technically it does. It does have to do way, with it, but... It's like the, the grass version of hockey. Yeah. And it's got some, yeah, but soccer, Yeah, we both had a drop that uh, America threw out this kid at 14 years old by the name of Freddie Adu. He's less of a bust than Charlie Conway, in my opinion. <laughs> but Freddie Adu at 14 years well, old I don't just know. never became the guy. Like, I mean, he was front and center on Sports Illustrated at 14 years old. Oh, absolutely. So, like, and by 23, he'd already been on nine different teams. Yeah. <laughs> like, he was on his fourth MLS team. Like, and, like, nobody comes to the MLS. He was the greatest thing to oh, ever grace He a was going to be the reason the pitch. U.S. won the World Cup. Like, he was that guy. He's not. And when he we get more not. soccer-related stuff, we will talk as big events come because I do pay attention to Team USA soccer. He, I don't think he ever even made a team. <laughs> <laughs> so... Uh, the, the the last thing that I do have is boxing. Okay. So, uh, Gervonta Davis and Ryan Garcia are going to be fighting this Saturday. Pretty sure those are big names. That very big World names. Of punching. Okay. Um, I'm I'm I've been a Garcia fan for quite a while. Like the very first video I saw on him, like three forty years ago. Heck, it might be even longer. Of uh, uh, him doing his uh his punching stuff okay. and his speed bag and stuff on uh, on Instagram. Like, I was blown away by speed. And, okay. Uh, so, that's going to be a big match. Um, the, that was one thing. Like, if you're going for Javonta, um, you know, I'm just going to go ahead and say you're kind of a piece of shit. Oh! Because um, after looking him up, because I, I didn't know a lot about uh, Javonta, this dude has been arrested multiple times for assault and battery and domestic violence. Uh, so now, he could be, now his last one was could, dismissed because the girl that he he hit took it took it back. He could replace Jonathan Majors. D yeah, yeah. Jonathan Majors is no longer going to be. Uh, well, no. In the oh no, they've already announced their replacement. Nothing haven't. Well, they've no. They he said he that lost that his line, agent. Yeah, they. But they agent. they haven't announced anything. The text message that came out says they're moving on. The I text message that. picture. He had a text message that. picture that came out that was a text thread between him and someone else. And the first text message says, did you really hit her? And then his response, like, from, with the iPhone coloring on it, says, she shouldn't have been digging through my phone. I'm going to have to look that up. Yeah. I, don't, I, don't, I don't know. I don't know. know I, it's that. not being confirmed. I haven't, but I, seen, it it. I haven't like, seen it come up on Twitter, so I don't know. I've heard that. that it's not looking good for him and I, I would how assume they're going to have to be out because, I mean, considering how quick Disney is to Disney, not let yeah. things happen, I'd assume they're going to replace him. Yeah. But it sounds like it got pretty ugly pretty quick for him. Yeah. But yeah, which is crazy because his Davis, career blew up overnight. Dude, it did. 
and then between Ant Man and Creed and. He did that war movie. I mean, overnight, he was in, like, five movies, and we're like, he's going to be the guy. Yeah. So, but yeah, uh, Javante, man, when I looked up his, because I was looking up his Wikipedia, just to look at his record and stuff, see who he was, where he was from, because I didn't know if he was a local product or not, so I was yeah. trying, to, trying to figure all that out. And uh, then I saw the arrest record, and I was like, like, this ain't no one-time thing. Like, it, it was 2017, 2019, 2020. And uh, in 2020, stay in shape. He uh, <laughs> in 2020 he got arrested for um, uh, a wreck that he was in and fleeing the scene. He pled guilty to fleeing the scene, so it wasn't like oh they're just making it up or something. Like he pled guilty to it, um, and apparently he's going to be sentenced on May 5th of this year. So he's still dealing with that. And then in December of 2022, he was arrested for domestic violence. And that was ended up being dismissed because the woman took it back. Like, the dude is going through a lot of stuff. So if you're going for Javonta right now, like, you and you have these high values, like, oh, I don't like this guy because of this history. Like, you shouldn't be going for Javonta. You should be going for Ryan Garcia. Or maybe that's just my opinion because I like Ryan Garcia. And Sounds after like after finding out how bad of a person Javonta Davis is, I'm like, you know what? I like I like, I like Ron Garcia even more. So, well, with that, I um, I guess that's gonna wrap it up. Yep, that's it. So, well, thanks for watching another episode and uh, like, follow, and subscribe. Absolutely, like, follow, subscribe, YouTube, Apple, and Spotify. We'll share and all Facebook. the links. Facebook page. We're up to 74 members in the page, and we're pretty active. I mean, we post things in there, and we're starting to get engagement from you guys. So the more y'all get engaged, the more y'all get involved, we are not scared to answer. We're not scared to debate you. Oh, yeah. You oh, can yeah. call I'll, us I'll stupid. We'll Especially tell you why we're stupid. I'll get on it. So please keep coming in. 